Hey guys, what's up? This is Nick, and welcome back to the Single Dads Academy podcast, the only podcast on the interwebs devoted to helping dads uh, level up in every aspect of their life. And uh, this is episode 10, and we're going to be covering just how small things add up to big things, specifically for helping your kids get back on track uh, post-divorce, post-separation, or perhaps you're just in the middle middle of uh, of kind of the, the mess and the turmoil, and that can be uh, really uncertain for the kids. Um, for my kids, it was... They, they were fairly fairly young uh, at the time, uh, about three three and five when we were going through the divorce and uh, separation process. And, and one thing that my kid's mom and I did right, uh, which was you know more lucky than anything else, is we really uh, tried to put the kids kids first. And I believe all parents should you know try to put their kids first. But uh, in our case, uh, I know that we were both hurting. We were both uh, you know kind of going going through a loss there, and. Uh, we, we really focused on putting the kids first, but that, that did not mean that they were without, you know, any emotional battle scars and things like that. We started noticing, or I started noticing a, a variety of behavior changes uh, within the kids, you know, them acting out, them being particularly needy. And uh, really, it just meant that they needed, in my opinion, needed reassurance that their needs are going to be met 100%. And even though, you know, their home life's changing, you know, mom and dad are, are no longer together, uh, that they still we're going to have their needs met. They're still loved. Their parents still very much care about them. And, uh, you know, in our case, uh, I believe that my kid's mom and I are way better at co-parenting than we ever were, uh, parenting together when we were, uh, together in, in a marriage, et cetera. So, um, kind of the focus for today is just how small things add up. Uh, just kind of have a little anecdote that I think kind of paves the way to just a, just a small act, um, that can really help, uh, help kids, you know, know that you're, their needs are going to be met, that you're going to be there, you're going to be present, you're going to be of service, and you're going to help make sure that they have everything that they need in order to be successful. So uh, last last week, maybe about, uh, maybe it was two weeks ago, last week, I think, um, my uh, kid, my oldest B, uh, left his phone uh, in in my truck when I went to go ahead and drop him off at uh, at school. And, uh, unfortunately it was one of those days where it was the transition day where, you know, I drop them off and their mom picks them up and, uh, my oldest is 10. So, you know, whatever your thoughts are, as far as a 10 year old having a cell phone, uh, it totally works for us. It's much easier for me to get in touch with him, for him and his little brother to get in touch with me and vice versa when they're over here and they want to speak to their mom. And that way, uh, the opposite parent doesn't have to go through, um, go through one another in order to have access to the kids, which uh, makes it a lot simpler. So if you can afford uh, a cell phone or even just like uh, an old iPhone or iPad and and stick an email address on there, you can make a free Gmail. And then that way the uh, opposing parent can uh, text the kid as well as do FaceTime. Maybe if you don't want to do a cell phone connection, then, you know, all good on that. But uh, anyway, the phone got left in my truck after, after school got a message, uh, FaceTime from, from my ex-wife's phone, which uh, ended up being my oldest saying, you know, Hey, you know, left, left the phone, you know, is there any way that you can drop that phone off at mom's work the following day? And I had a, a fairly busy schedule the next day, et cetera. I was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. No problem. I'll, I'll get you, get you the phone, uh, et cetera. And, uh, so I'm sitting there, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, Monday night and I'm like, all right, well, well, fuck, I got a bit, I looking at my schedule, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, you know, within the amount of time that, that needs to, that, that when she's at work. So what I did is like, I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Gave her, uh, 
kid's mom a call, said, hey, you know, I'm going to drop this phone off. And uh, she's like, oh, they don't need the phone, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I'm still going to go drop it off. I want to, you know, be able to talk to the kids. I'm not going to get him back until uh, until later in the week. And, uh, you know, they want the phone, so I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and, and drop it off. So I drove, drove the 25 minutes there and the 25 minutes back. And it kind of dawned on me, you know, the reason why I got, and, and you know, it's not, not that big of a deal if they have a phone, obviously. It's not critical. It's not a, it's a want. It's not a need. It's not like they don't have food or a coat or something like that. Um, but why I still did it is I wanted to demonstrate to my kids that they had a need and their dad was there, me, to meet their needs. And so I, it was worth the, the 50 minute investment in time there and back to drop that phone off to make sure my reinforce that my kid knows that they're going to have what they need. And I feel like a lot of dads out there, you know, maybe they're struggling for, for ways to connect with their kids. I know when I was going through the divorce and, and, and whatnot, um, when it was the, the kid's time with me, it was, you know, Disneyland dad status. I mean, toy store, Legos, new shoes. Um, I was hurting inside, so I didn't really know how to, how to help them you know, very much, at least, at least not emotionally. Um, so what I, what I did is I just started, started seeking out coaches. Uh, I found a coach. Um, it was a wake up warrior. Uh, some of you guys may have heard of uh, Garrett J white. Um, I went through, I was part of his coaching program for a while and, uh, I'm big into p- coaches. If you listen to my last, uh, last podcast, you probably caught that. Uh, I'm part of a different coaching group now, but, uh, but in any case, um, he had this really cool concept that was called simple success swinging singles. And it was basically just about doing all the small things, you know, that you do the small things over and over again, you know, do one extra wet rep, you know, eat, eat one extra clean meal, read, read five extra pages, do 10 minutes extra on a walk, do make one extra phone call. So simple success swinging singles uh, to me meant, you know, I can level up, my relationship with my kids just by these small acts of service that are going to reassure them that they're loved, demonstrate to them that I'm going to help them meet their needs. And I believe over time that a lot of those acts ended up adding up to, you know, kind of, you know, a good, a good home life for them and more stable and, and, and all that. So just a couple of tips. I mean, maybe it's not a, you know, cell phone situation, but uh, a couple of things that you can do that are, you know, fairly easily uh, in order to help help with uh, kind of getting your kids back on track is and the first one would be you know start showing up kind of being omnipresent show up to everything uh, games you know plays if they have a school play at the kids school practices if they have practices you know tutoring things of that um, you can step in and drop off lunch for your kids. Uh, definitely, obviously, show up to birthdays, etc. Help with the planning of birthdays, which is a big deal for uh, those of you single dads out there that are looking for a way to make their kids' moms' lives easier. Uh, definitely helping out with uh, ordering the cake and picking stuff up and decorations and showing up early if you guys are going to do a, a joint birthday party uh, is a big deal. And then the big one I feel like that's uh, oftentimes overlooked is just being present at home. Um, so that would mean having, you know, dedicated family time and we can get into, we can get into this in a, in a separate episode, but just having kind of dedicated family time, you know, every evening or maybe a couple times a week where there's no devices, maybe you're watching uh, a 
you know, a family movie and getting popcorn or playing a, you know, a game or something like that, but just being fully present at home. And that way your kids are able to connect with you. You're able to connect with your kids and kind of establishing, um, you know, kind of the good rapport at home. Um, second that worked for me is, is having, having quote unquote, the fun house. Uh, I wouldn't recommend going overboard with this, but I definitely have uh, a variety of cool toys and stuff like that for the kids to play with. And that way, you know, if there's neighborhood kids or friends or whatever, we kind of have that house where we have the good snacks. We have the, you know, TV, the game consoles, go-kart, uh, you know, the razor scooters, the, not a one wheel, but the, whatever the hell those things are called, you know what I'm talking about, the little wheelie things. Um, but we have a variety of just, you know, fairly inexpensive toys, et cetera, that we've accumulated over years and things like that, that makes it just a kind of a fun place to be uh, for the kids. And so I feel like having kind of the fun house is a great way to do that. And and I'm encouraging that moms also do that same thing as well, not just uh, single dads out there. But I'm a single dad. Uh, I try to go out of my way to have, a, have the quote unquote, the fun house. So that way, uh, there's no question on what house all the kids would prefer to go to. They prefer to come over here, which uh, which I certainly enjoy. Uh, another one is just establishing routines, and these are small things that that definitely add up over time. So routines for for lunches. So you know, making the lunch uh, you know the night before, laying out clothes for school, having cool routines on the weekends. Uh, I like to ease into the weekend. You know, get up at a not not super late, but you know, get up get up at a halfway decent hour. And, you know, grab a cup of coffee, relax, chill out, you know, watch some videos with the kids, you know, kind of discuss the day and then go attack the day after that. But uh, we kind of ease into it either not not every not not Saturday and Sunday, but usually one of those days, Saturday or Sunday, we'll kind of just have like a relaxing morning and then uh, hit it hard in the afternoon if we've got other stuff to do. Um, and then another one that I think, you know, especially for dads that are kind of in the middle of a divorce or maybe you're just freshly divorced and not not quite right. And you know who you are, uh, in those cases is, you know, just watching alcohol consumption around the kids. Um, so that'll, what, what that'll lead to in my experience is if you, if you drink a variety, you know, a bunch of alcohol or, you know, you kind of get, get your buzz on, et cetera, is it ends up, you know, that you're not present at the home, that you're more focused on drinking and what you want to do. And, uh, you're, then you're going to slip on the routines, et cetera, and your kids' needs aren't going to be met. Um, plus, if there's any emergencies and things like that, then you know, you're not going to be able to help them out too much if uh, you're not able to drive anywhere, uh, et cetera, because you're, cause you're you know, drunk or, or buzzed, et cetera. So um, I'll just throw that out there as a, you know, just kind of a warning flag. If, if that's you, then you, know, you might consider you know, slowing it down uh, around your kids, et cetera. So anyway, um, I thought I'd put this podcast episode out just on small things adding up or simple success swinging singles where all you're doing is just one little extra act of service or demonstrate that you love your kids, that you're going out of your way to make sure that they know that you're present, that they know that their needs are going to be met. And I believe that, you know, being present in service is kind of a reciprocal relationship and uh, all of those little things add up to helping the kids feel, feel, feel loved, feel like their needs are going to be met. And that in turn is going to, you know, make, make home life a lot more stable and, and fun and happy. So uh, until next time, uh, have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep on kicking ass out there.